<laughs> I have a whole theory that mankind went completely bonkers with the invention of photography. That when you could actually see the mm. most accurate representation of yourself, mm. that drove people crazy. That before that, uh, there was a way you could still, I don't know, just to literally be able to see yeah. your, yes, yeah. you could idealize right. things, yeah. you could do all kinds of manipulate it in a way. Now you could, now of course you can manipulate it again, and you yeah. could then too, but it's like, and it wasn't, it's never inaccurate. It's never going to be a completely accurate no. representation no. of you. But I do think that that drove people crazy. So I'm always curious, what the fuck it must have been like to be an actor before film and photography? I mean, it must have been really freaky to people. Yeah. If you came out and you played the devil in the Middle Ages, people must have been like, oh, fuck that guy. That, he's he's the, the, that yeah. guy's the devil. fucking devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that motherfucker's <laughs> actually the devil. Well, also, you know? I think up until the early 1900s, acting was looked upon as a very low... Profession yes. was not like plumbing or something. In the, it, was, yeah. it was literally no plumbers were like a plumber, like, yeah. that guy has a trade. <laughs> this guy puts on dead people's hair and makeup <laughs> and runs around on stage and says he's Julius Caesar. <laughs> fucking nuts! Like they Truly. were not true. I mean. Welcome to the Chinwag Podcast. We're broadcasting live from the South by South. We're not live. What am I talking about? <laughs> but we're at the South by Southwest Film Festival in Austin, Texas, with our special guest, Mr. Patton Oswalt. Thank you so much. And you are also here in promotion for your uh, uh, current uh, television project, yes. uh, Shattered Belts. Uh, well, close. Okay. Was, no, no, you know what? I want to okay. call it Shattered Belts. That's listen. awesome. No, no, it's listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. Just another detour. We're here with George Lucas talking about his movie Space Battles, which I understand. Um, no, what we are doing. Called? Shattered it's belts. It's called Shatter Belts. Oh, that Shatter Belts. Shatter Belts. Shatter, um, the Shattered Belts. Yeah. Shattered Belts was the working title for the whale. So, um, the, uh, what? Did I, I'm sorry. Um, so, we're, uh, it's me, uh, it's this guy, James Ward Burkett, Thank who you. made an amazing film called Coherence. Now he's doing these short, um, episodic things called Shatterbelt. Uh, we're showing three of them. And, oh my God, one of them absolutely, uh, nails what we have been talking oh, about. Why don't you, you yeah. Yeah. define the, it for us. The Mandela effect is this uh, weird phenomenon and it start, started with um, uh, where, where a, the mass of people believe something that isn't true and everyone just assumes it to be true and then people start questioning which one is the true thing? The, 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 People discover being, they've misremembered something. Yes, kind exactly. Of in mass, like it, in mass, of, it is a you're, it's a it's a mass. That's the thing. That's the weird thing about yeah. it to me. And and so it's it's named after Nelson Mandela, where people. <laughs> Assu well, he died ten years ago. You know, right. Long before he died, people just assumed he had died. Um, so there was that, and and now that has gone uh, in, in weird trivial areas where. Uh, was it the Berenstein Bears or yes, the Berenstein Bears? Yeah. Did the Monopoly guy have a monocle or <laughs> not? Yeah. Yeah. So there's all these weird, yeah. I've misremembered things. Yes, but it, the, 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 did the Raisin Brand guy have sunglasses on? Right. Yes. Yeah. And is that yeah. that one is real because it's it's clearly he had sunglasses on, but but I'm wrong about that. <laughs> well, but see not now, in my universe. You're right. in a different multiverse than I am. I, I, yeah. See, but that's the whole, is it a multiverse? But uh, first of all, I want to know if Abe Vigoda was pissed off it wasn't the Abe Vigoda. <laughs> right. Well, he he was why that because everybody thought that guy was dead for decades. Although you before, know, you know yeah. why he probably didn't get it named him because too many comedians used that as 
a, ah. as a hacky punchline. So <laughs> okay, is that what you're saying? I just brought that in as a hacky no, punchline. No, I'm just saying they wanted it to seem like it was very important. Well, we, yes. we can't use yes, yes, that. That's use true. Mandela. That's Please. true. That's true. Then it quickly descended to the did the Monopoly guy have a monocle? Was yeah. hang on, was it Sinbad or Shaq that was in Kazam? Well, that's really that one's actually one very them, right? bizarre, very and that's bizarre. actually the one that's the most kind of disturbing. And what is that? Because Sinbad, he was not in a movie or right. something. What is that? People think one? he was in a Shazam movie. No, yeah, was that Kazam? <laughs> okay, it's called Kazam. It's about a genie, and everyone thought, yeah, Sinbad played Kazam, but it was Shaq. But then people, again, now, especially because you can deep fake anything, yeah. people were making fake posters that looked very real. Right. So then you, everyone's oh. just constantly... Oh. We, we seem to be moving into an era of... Um, it's like a cafeteria-style reality <laughs> where you can just pick yeah. the elements of the reality you'd like to live yep. in. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, obviously seeing this in, on, on huge political levels, but, but it yeah. also, I think, goes down to these weird... Granular levels, levels like this. But I don't understand how it becomes a mass thing. And is it the mass thing? It, that's what's weird. Like that whole idea of like a kind of, I mean, isn't that what a meme originally was? Yeah. Isn't that a, the yeah. original definition yeah, the, of a meme? Richard Dawkins had this idea, like you have a gene that spreads through the population. The meme originally was like a cultural gene, like an mm -hmm. idea. Right. And then it becomes like a virus and it spreads through the whole population. So you think he said, Luke, I am your father. And in fact, what he said is, no, I think he said, no, no I am your I father. Am your father. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. then, but then it's contagious. Like the, it spreads through the whole population somehow. Yeah. I mean, with, like you said, with deep fakes, it, it's obvious. But before all that stuff, how did it spread? Uh, it, sometimes it feels like if something reads better in uh -huh. someone's mind, like for instance, they never say the line, play it again, Sam, in oh, Casablanca. That's right. Yeah. But, oh. Oh, doesn't it's a better it feel line. like they should have <laughs> yeah, said yeah. that at yeah. one point? It's that's, a better line. Exactly. And and Sherlock Holmes never says elementary, my dear Watson, right. in really? any of the stories. Yeah. But God, what a great line. Yeah. Shouldn't yeah. he have said that? Um, so you, it's, it's like you want people to have... That's why there's so many um, great quips that are attributed to people who never said them because... Right. That just sounds great coming out of that person's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That person should have said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God That's damn it. Interesting. They, but so, yeah. But so what, forcing reality to shift like that. But what I'm wondering now at this late stage, 2023, that people are very aware of memes and very aware of the yeah. Mandela effect, are there going to be people that are, are there now people that are studying? Well, can we control this force and start using it yeah. sure. for our own gain? Because it, it's been around long sure. enough. Can we to start... convince people that things were different? Yeah, well, I, I mean they're already doing that. I mean, in a sense, well, haven't people been doing that? Yeah, for, I mean, isn't that like yeah. isn't that the discipline of history and stuff yes. like that? I mean, kind of has been done. In right, a lot but of ways. but this is now it's accelerated, only because now everything is filmed. Right. There's no such thing as. Oh, we found some foot. No, everything that like, like again, the the Kennedy assassination. There'd be a million cell phone. You yeah, know, right. We know, we yeah. would see every angle of that. So then you'd have to convince people. Well, what angle is worth looking right. at? Right. Which one is the right you, one? You know, you can show people video, but now everyone, we've had implanted in our brains the idea of when we're shown a video of something happening. Let me just hang on and see. Right. Like we don't accept what we look at yeah. in front of our eyes now. Well, which we is, can't. We, we shouldn't. Yeah, no, we shouldn't. no, but, we shouldn't. But that level of doubt is is going to become pathological in a way that's yes. probably destructive. Yeah, or or people just 
like saying something and it's on camera and then they just go, but I didn't say that. Right. And if they <laughs> say that with enough confidence, people yes. go, did he say that? <laughs> That's right, yeah. You know, yeah. It just, it's gonna be very weird. I just wonder what the positive, and I, I forgot who said this about technology, but uh, technology is an ax. You can use an ax uh, to cut wood. To, to build a fire and, yeah. and warm yourself. You can also drop an ax and cut your foot off. Oh, oh my God. You can also murder someone with it. So every technology has well, the benefits, the accident, and then the evil use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are the three things going to be with who wants to tweak reality immediately? Yeah. You know? What's the good aspect of that? I don't know. Right. But the only, what, what are the possible? There, there don't seem to be any except giving you pleasure of some kind. You know what I mean? Yes. That seems to be the only thing is kind of, which just further deludes you and makes you easier to like manipulate. <laughs> to manipulate, yeah. So yeah. it's like, because I don't know what other positive, what positive benefit is there really of being able to be like, oh, I can fake this or that. You could have like your historic heroes and you could have them like engage in very, a rap battle, have George Washington do a rap battle. Well, sure. Well, yeah, and I mean, you can, but, but that's all just a kind of like yeah, distraction. pleasurable distraction yeah. thing. So I don't know that I can see anything positive about any of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, and especially if the person manipulating it knows there's that unspoken, what you just said, I just want some pleasure. Okay, I'm gonna give you some pleasure and the cost of it is you're going to have to accept this lie. Yeah. But it'll be a pleasurable lie. Uh -huh. and you'll yeah. But you'll accept it and that's the unspoken bargain yeah. we have right now. Yeah. Which is really creepy. Really that's creepy. Matrix thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, there, and I've argued this too, there are people, you could argue that, um, Wait a minute. So in the Matrix, we live in these goo pods and yeah. we're hairless and, and have no muscles <laughs> yeah. and they pipe this. Which is true with me, by the way. <laughs> that's how I, that's actually <laughs> how I live. Yeah, you, no, oh, exactly. so you're one of the elite that has the goo pod to yes, sleep in? Yes, I have the horsehair goo the, pod. Oh I have the Swedish horsehair goo pod. There we go. That's right, there that's mine. Okay, there's it's the elite right the there. Swedish horsehair, my goo pod. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm ahead of the game. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry. No, no, really quick though. But in that world, I've, Okay, so you live in a goo pod yeah. and they pipe a reality into your head where you're living in this world. But then they, they wake you up from the goo pods to live in reality, which is this radioactive yeah. wasteland of slag and yeah. wreckage and you're naked and screaming. It's like, well, we destroyed the world and the computers were like, the best we can do for you guys <laughs> just give you is just put you in these goo pods. I'm sorry, you wrecked it. Yeah. We didn't do this. Right, right. So, there's an argument to like maybe put me back in the goop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. We're already in our basements uh, streaming yes. you know, our shows nonstop while the world goes to hell. Much better to, to be in that situation, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is all that like simulation. We live in a simulation thing, mm -hmm. which is all mm -hmm. sort of. And I mean, how, the Mandela effect thing. Is there a multiverse? Explanation from the Mandela effect that it, that it goes beyond this. Technology aside, we're actually like toggling back and forth between two realities accidentally. Yeah. Is that a theory too? Yeah, that's a theory that we've now, especially with the microchip and being able to store so much information in our reality, it has created these ruptures where we can go, like you said, we can go back and forth and the toggle is a random switch being thrown. So one day it's the Berenstain Bears and one day it's right. the Berenstain Bears. Right. And you well, just so got to roll with that. It goes back and forth. <clears throat> and we don't control it anymore, but someone's trying to control it. But somehow we've become aware of it. 
we somehow become, we've become aware of it. We're aware of it, but we're aware of it on an animal level. We can't control it yet. Like we must have been, uh-huh. we must have been like on an animal level aware of electricity, but it took centuries to learn to control it and use it. It was there. Someone had to pull it out of the sky uh-huh, and start uh-huh, using it. Uh-huh. So the the multiverse is there. No one's just pulled it out of the sky and either weaponized it right. or domesticated it yet. Some people, my students uh, think that the the CERN super collider might be involved as triggering the multiverse splitting or something. Oh really? Because Mm -hmm. it's like it created like a mini black hole or something. Mm -hmm. Some Some kind of fissure between the two. Well that thing is suspect. (laughs) 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 I mean, you know, that that thing sounds really sketchy. And plus the fact the whole thing broke down because the guy left like a battery out in the rain. Didn't he? Didn't like a light bulb burst? Yeah, no, literally, some guy yeah. literally was like, oh, shit, I le- literally <laughs> left some batteries in the rain, and they were like, eh, yeah. gotta shut the thing down for a little while and I get was, some fresh batteries. I, I was, was like, you gotta be kidding I was me. using it to charge my phone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Well, that's interesting. The simulation thing, though, is, I mean, I, I, not to, I, I guess it is still basically a Mandela effect idea. Yeah. I don't know that I totally get the simulation thing. It's that somebody in the future has created this game that we're in. Right. Or this simulation that we are in. And, but it's somebody completely separate. They're, they're like, on who knows what they are or where they are. Or they're in our future. Or how far ahead the future yeah. is, right. Right. Yeah. We would catch up with their future at some point, or like, or You're looking at me matter. like I fucking know yeah. what you're <laughs> Listen, you're the philosopher. I don't, you're, no, I just figure, I figure one of you guys has to have the answer to this. What else are we doing well, here? Well, there's another theory. Where the hell did I read this? But I kind of like it just for the science fiction aspects of it that the Bible isn't actually an ancient text. Right. It is a future cheat uh, code, oh. and it's, but it's written symbolically. Um, it, it, it's, it's a symbolic representation oh, of our own consciousness. Oh, wow. Christ is the one that we have to free. Oh. And that, you know, that, so, but it's a, it's a wow, future cheat code. Wow, I've never heard che- that. Yeah. That's really it's cool. It's a future cheat code for escaping this Holy simulation. Shit. Oh, that's interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Talmudic so that's, stuff. that's super the, the Jewish interesting scholar, right. i'd never yeah. heard that yeah and there's a there's a um uh, uh that, that film noah um <laughs> I, there's, there's <laughs> really that's thing. where we're gonna <laughs> go well, there is if you watch the film noah um the um darren aronofsky noah yes there are if you watch it closely it's so clear that it's actually taking place in a far-off post-apocalyptic future, future, not during biblical times. Oh, that makes it much more interesting. Exactly, that that this is a weird cyclical story that keeps getting told. That's intentional. It's very intentional. Yeah, if you watch it, you're like, oh, wait, this is a post-apocalypse. That's really cool. We are so far into the future now that it looks like it... We've so wiped everything out that it looks like biblical times. No shit. It looks ancient. I didn't yeah. see that again. That's interesting. Okay, here's another weird Please. alley to go down. But um, <laughs> I was, I'm going to, this is a bit of a brag. I'm going to drop a name. Uh-oh. Uh, I was, I was, I became friends with Harlan Ellison. Oh, wow. Yeah, awesome. before he, like, the that's last, amazing. The last yeah. 10 years of his life. That's, a, pre- really that's a good, good name. That is, that's a good name. Yes, it is. Well, Harlan, here's, talk about living in a weird reality. <laughs> in the in the in the late fifties, uh-huh. Harlan was a struggling pulp writer, yep. living in a hotel in Times Square, and his hallmate was L. Ron Hubbard. Jeez. Really, L. Ron Hubbard, he goes, was the nicest guy you'd ever met. Yeah, we were cranking out whatever would uh, we'd write a porno, a western. He we would just wow. and then we'd take our 
um, voucher down to Ziff Publications and get our thirty dollars. <laughs> Amazing! You got a penny per word. Literally, it was yeah. it was literally yeah. Write a three thousand word story, thirty Amazing. bucks. Amazing. Two bucks Amazing. pays my rent. Amazing. Uh, Fifty cents oh gets God. me a spaghetti Just dinner. <laughs> and, exactly. and down the hall, here's L. And L. Ron would gobble bottles of, of amphetamines uh -huh. and could write Just a novel in a night. He could bang oh, on a novel. Yeah. Harlan could write a story, and um, and he goes and L. Ron was. Perfectly average. A couple of things he wrote were actually pretty good. Were actually good. pretty a good. Lot of, yeah. The Slaves of Sleep and Fear is amazing. Uh, well, there, there, yeah, there's another one. Fear, but there's another one I just read. It's, it's like the template for all the post-apocalyptic things. Yeah. The fuck is it called? I can't remember. He also wrote one called <laughs> Typewriter in the Sky, uh -huh. where a guy is living this shitty life, and what he realizes is this pulp writer is sitting in his bathroom and is writing the guy's life right. and is making the guy's life He said a lot of tropes up he for did, them, yeah. which is actually something people don't credit him with. Right, but he was also just a workhorse and didn't care yeah. either way. Uh, sure what do they want? They want a porno guy? Yeah. Yeah, 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 there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. Um, and Harlan's wow. like, now I live in a, now fast forward to 50 years, I'm on, I live on a planet where this hallmate of mine, yeah. who was a perfectly average writer, now commands a yeah. zombie army oh, yeah. who will do whatever he wants. Like, sure. that reality is... That's debatable, of course. Well, that is debatable. <laughs> right, exactly. It's no, very no, debatable. Yes, that versions. reality oh, okay. seems impossible. That <laughs> yeah. seems... No, that, talk about something that seems multiversical or, you know, that yeah. seems crazy. Exactly. How did that happen? Right. Well... I mean, it's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> We've opened up a whole well, other what, area did he, of inquiry. Did Harlan Ellison feel like, uh, like, basically, reality had lost its moorings, and or it, sometimes shit gets out of hand. Okay. Somebody yes. starts something, and then they you get that moment. There's moments um, in a hard day's night where the Beatles are doing their concert, and John and Paul look over at each other, and they just start laughing. Oh, well, like. We were just playing in strip clubs. Yeah, all those, yeah, yeah. All those and we're Dylan literally changing. Like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck yeah. is all happening? All that, like, don't look back in those. Dylan oh, when, when that guy like, yells out Judas, shit. and he's like, yeah. "What?" The just whole thing happened. just goes off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, for sure. And I mean, this is the whole legend that L. Ron Hubbard started. Well, I, I think initially there was an impulse. There was an actual impulse to like create a kind of. Uh, he he had some big beef with psychoanalysis. Oh yeah, and yeah. so the idea was, was to create. Yeah. I mean, it's basically. I read Dianetics. Well, so did I. Let me let me, <laughs> let, me, let, me let me amend that. I read part of Dianetics. <laughs> Actually, last year I just was like, I should read this because of a thing I was doing. I thought I should take a look, and I read the Fountainhead too, which I I've read, read the because goddamn yeah. So I was like, nah, and listen, fucking Rourke, way better than as any fucking way more entertaining <laughs> than it has any right to fucking be. I know. I mean, it really. Was it's way more pulpy and crazy. Pig. It's the worst written, entertaining book it's I've ever so read. It's so fucking entertaining. I'm yeah. like, no wonder. And I'm glad I didn't read this when I was 16. Because <laughs> who knows where we'd all be sitting right now. I, got, I mean, I would have probably driven me out of my mind, yeah, for sure. Exactly. But I was actually, and I was like, this is basically... It's basically psychoanalysis with just different jargon. Yeah, yeah. The it's engrams, just, it's all about yeah. yeah it's yeah. exactly the same thing. And I mean, I don't. I think there was an, an impulse somewhere in there to do something uh, positive. <laughs> it, and, I'm and sure it started that listen, way, you know. and then it went. I mean, we get a lot of things started off with okay, we want to do something helpful here, and then it just gets out of people's hands. Yeah, yeah. and they, and that happens too. And and that could also be again the Mandela effect and the uh -huh. simulation. They're they they are also very, very comforting because yes. what they what it says is it's not your fault. This is, this well, is always out of your hands. Yes, you're not the one who fucked anything up. Well, that's 
conspiratorial you know, thinking well, in general. That's it? why the, it's the, like the, it, it comforts you. But you can't. Nine eleven, the very company, because someone's in control. Yeah, yeah. no, there's oh, a there's evil. There's, there's a plan. There, I don't yeah. think in Mandela effect it, it's weird. It's weirder though because it's like no one's in control. You're just glitching between universes. Mm -hmm. But it is like. Uh, alternative history. Well, that's what I was saying. The Mandela, my whole life feels like a, like an example of the Mandela effect. <laughs> what if like, I had only... Wait a second, I was young, I was handsome, people thought very highly of me. What happened? This well, is impossible. I could be Paul John Wick Giamatti <laughs> yes, right exactly. now. I don't know, where did this, what happened? Fuck where this did it darling fucking shit. Rails? Where's my <laughs> goddamn franchise? <laughs> what the fuck happened? I could have sworn. No, but it, it does have that feeling. It does have a... I, here's something interesting about it. <laughs> that I was, I hadn't really ever watched him very much, mm -hmm. and so I spent a lot of time watching him because, again, it was just something. It was a job I had, and I thought I'm going to watch him, and it's rem remarkable how. Well, I suppose I suppose it would be different if you're actually in the room with the guy because right. the kind of animal magnetism and animal energy of him must have been different. Yeah. Because you watch him and think he seems like the goofiest guy. Yeah. I've ever seen, and it's and you cannot believe. Yeah. That people, and that's a whole other. Well, Trump has that effect on people too. Mm -hmm. You're like, are people in? How come they're taking this seriously, and other people are like, this is amazing. Well, that's a whole. Yeah. I mean, that whole notion of that kind of Charisma. personal magnetism and charisma yeah. is really well, puzzling and interesting. Yeah. And also, he is a living example of the Mandela effect put to evil use, where he will <laughs> literally well, sure. say, say sure. to your face, and it wouldn't work if he wasn't absolutely narcissistic. In other words. Other people are going to try to run yeah. the Trump wow. playbook and they're going to crash and burn. Right. He is, however much you don't like him, yeah. he is a thousand percent convinced of what yes. he's saying. No, and that's necessary. And yeah. in any second, he can say one thing and then in another second, when he I says mean, the oh, opposite sentence, he's just as convinced yeah, of the opposite. <laughs> and he has no problem. <laughs> and, and there is a thing that kind of puts people back on their heels when they encounter that. Yes. Because, I mean, you and I, the yeah. three, we're just like, I mean, I guess, I don't know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Filled with self-doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing but, oh, yeah, God, no, I, Nothing's can terribly convincing. I don't know. <laughs> I I, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. want to, yeah, I don't want to upset anybody <laughs> by saying this. So I'm constantly, yeah, look, I'm sure I'm 100% full of shit yes, here, but listen. I'm always I, qualifying what I say. <laughs> no, but it's, but, but that's a, but that's a kind of, I mean, that's the, that's the necessary ingredient of a oh. good con artist is like, you, you have to actually buy it to some extent you, you give people confidence. You yeah. give them your confidence exactly. too. But does he have a moment? You're not just like, taking theirs. Like you're giving bed? them yours. Is he like in, at, at night? Is he like, wow, I'm really hoaxing these people? Or he doesn't even have I that don't know moment. That, I, I don't know I that know a good is, con artist okay. like that actually right. thinks that way. I think a lot of people like to imagine that. Oh. He'll end up. He'll have that moment in the Grifters that J.T. Walsh has, where he just <laughs> comes apart in bed. Right. Remember, he just goes, "I can't move." Right? I'm like, right. People, no. You, no. you're going to have to deal with the fact that I when Donald Trump's head hits the pillow, he gets ten <laughs> hours of healthy rest. Yes, sleep. I don't think that guys yeah. like that have those moments. Whereas I wake night. up eight times a night. Yes, like, <laughs> I cut that person off. I yes, like, what the right. Fuck yeah, did I do that, that was really horrible. I, Why? Did, it wasn't a rush for total. Damn it! Like, Why didn't I just say happy birthday to the guy? Really? Why? What's wrong with me? I could have just given him that. Now yeah. that kind of thing is well, fascinating. Well, the philosopher Bertrand Russell said that ah. the, the shame of life is that the smartest people are the ones that have the least amount of confidence. Yep. Well, it's, yep. that, it's that Yates thing, the best lack all conviction. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, man. Which is, which is sadly, sadly. Are we, are, yeah, are we literally, 
Are we fucking literally having to live through that poem? Because every day the turning and turning. But this is not. But this is my. I mean, there are definitely things that are more menacing than they probably were in the past. But I, I doubt that there was ever. This whole idea that at one time it was better, I just don't think it was. No. Because it's like, all right, oh, no. the Greeks, it was no, a gold age. I'm like, Empire for Christ's sake, yeah. if there's, there's a war on, yeah. it's just going to go right through your fucking farm. Yeah. And like, you know, I mean, you have no idea it's coming. I, I forgot, it's, it was either Hesiod or Horace were the one. Ah. He made up the golden age. Yes. And oh. he was he was like, he made that up during Roman times saying, this sucks. <laughs> yes. We, yes. We, we could just go back to yes. this. And, and Socrates thought that, um, writing would ruin mankind. Right. He's like, we're going to lose right. our oral tradition. Totally. And people are going to outsource their intelligence. This is the downfall no, and, of mankind. And, and, and Plato, Plato thought that poetry and theater and all this imaginative writing was what we were just talking about, yeah. going to delude people <laughs> yeah, and make culture. people more easily manipulated. <laughs> that was his TikTok. These fucking Plato's teams with their tragic Good Lord, plays. these fucking plays everybody's <laughs> going to. All the teams, <laughs> Megan, Glaminestra, Medea, Blah, pulling my ass. Pulling my eyes out. <laughs> yeah, I can't take it anymore. I slept with my mother. Oh God! It's, it's horrible. My life is going down the tubes. But it, yeah, no, it's definitely. Kids, kids don't want to see you recite the entire history of the Peloponnesian War. Yeah, they no. want to go to an amphitheater and watch these idiots with masks, and it's all written down for them. People are morons. It must have been though, much more. I have a whole theory. I'm always curious. Sorry, this is a whole, a whole detour I'm taking. Right I know. Now. Oh, go for I'm it. Always, By the way, yeah. this has been nothing but detours. <laughs> yeah, that's what you we, all, We've man. never been on a fucking road. That's the, the tune way. Is no, this detour. is the problem. <laughs> yeah. It's just a fucking stream of consciousness. This is the idea, by the no, way. This is what you get. This is what it is. But uh, what the fuck was I talking Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a whole theory that mankind went completely bonkers with the invention of photography. That when you could actually see the mm. most accurate representation of yourself, mm. that drove people crazy. That before that, uh, there was a way you could still—I don't know—you have an the, ideal just self. to literally be able to see yeah. your yes. Yeah. You could idealize right. things. Yeah. You could do all kinds of manipulate it in a way. Now you can. Now, of course, you can manipulate it again, and you yeah. could then too. But it's like, and it wasn't. It's never inaccurate. It's never going to be a completely no. accurate representation no. of you. But I do think that that drove people crazy. So I'm always curious, what the fuck it must have been like to be an actor before film and photography? I mean, it must have been really freaky to people. Yeah. If you came out and you played the devil in the Middle Ages, people must have been like, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the, the, yeah, the, the devil. fucking devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that motherfucker's <laughs> actually the devil. Well, also, you know? I think up until the early 1900s, acting was looked upon as a very low... Profession yes. was not the plumbing or something. In the, it, was, yeah. it was literally no plumbers were like a plumber. Up, yeah. That guy has a trade. <laughs> this guy puts on dead people's hair and makeup <laughs> and runs around on stage and says he's Julius Caesar. Fucking nuts! Like they truly, were not truly. And I think it was seen wow. as like vaguely uh, that idea that you were fucking with people's heads. Yeah. was like, you know, was evil. And for like, you know, in Shakespeare's time, there were Puritans yeah, yeah. and or the rising mm -hmm. kind of Puritans. They were like, this is fucked up. Yeah, you people right. are fucking the, with the, people. The Scots, you know, there's a they had this idea that the, the sort of uh, fairies and the uh, various mystical beings would throw this thing on you, which was like a play. Yeah. And they called it the glamour. 
And so it would be like you would be in a reverie of some kind, and then you'd wake up in a field, <laughs> and right. you'd be like, I was in the glamour. And I think there's like an equation between what the actor does and this kind of spiritual shamanistic crazy. Thing. So that's it, like a weird early virtual. Yeah, you got yeah, thrown yeah, into right. some fucking virtual reality well, by a bunch of fucking leprechauns. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what DMT does Holy to you now. Holy shit. Do you want the red pill? By the way, do you want the blue pill here? Because if you take the red pill, you'll wake up in your bed and it'll all be a dream. But then you take the blue pill and you're going to go down the rabbit hole. You're onto something. We're onto something here. Well, doesn't Puck say at the end of Midsummer Night's Dream, like, yes, I'm bringing you back into your world. You have been in this glamour. Sorry if we offended you. You're safe now. Yes. You're yeah, right. we, that was him taking you out of the matrix. We led you astray, yeah. yeah. There's a great story that about uh, the guy was doing, this famous actor was doing Dr. Faustus on stage. Uh -huh. And um, he was so convincing, he was so into the role, mm -hmm. that he, in the scene where he's supposed to conjure a demon, there was a scene where six demons are supposed to come on stage when he does it, and when he did it, there was one demon too many, oh, is what this oh, writer oh, at the nice. time said, which I've always thought would make oh, a great title for something. Great, yeah. Wow. But that, that he actually conjured a demon, and he stopped acting for a while, this guy. Really? I think his name was Edward Allen. He stopped acting, because he was like, I'm so fucking good. <laughs> that what? I could conjure, yeah. <laughs> what a great opening but scene for it, a film. Yeah. yeah, isn't it great? Yeah, and then my these six demons. What the? <laughs> yes, uh, that's exactly it. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> something showed up on stage. So I mean, but that and then that was used as this example of why it was fucked up. Maybe was, some. Maybe there's a, a certain level, and and it takes where where human beings can only process so much information, and when it gets beyond where they can process, that's where you start seeing yes. demons, UFOs, like we can't well, yeah, right. deal with Mandela what we're looking at, or the Mandela. Yeah, well, that's, apparently when like Paganini would play, he was. His, Amazing, and for his time, he would wear these tight pants, and these, <laughs> and it was just too much for people. And yeah. people would write about like, I saw demons like moving. Oh, that's yeah. right. They, they legend, couldn't yeah. deal with. I think that's really true. Yeah. I think yeah, you yeah. hit the limit of what you can know. You hit the uncanny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You hit the limit, and for a lot of people, that's pretty close in. It's it, a yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. for a lot of people, that's not far out. And so yeah. it's like you begin to just go bananas because <gasps> stuff is inexplicable. Weren't yeah. there reports during Victorian times? Um, of huge, impossible airships and dirt Yes, there was oh, yeah. a lot of that. There was a lot of yes. that that people would see. And then that, and, and then it, in the 40s, when, people, when the jet age happened, those turned into UFOs. Yes. 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 So we've been seeing mm -hmm. something up there. Yes. And whatever well, it is, and, our brain just makes it whatever yeah. we're... And also, what, whatever you, right, whatever, whatever explanation you, you can, can deal give with it. it. Yeah, yeah that's what right. Looking at. Or it's appearing in that way because it's what knows, it's what it knows you can process. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Had to go there. Yes, I did. Although, and, by the way, and I've been talking about this, but on this past Super Bowl Sunday uh -oh. was day four of every day a UFO being shot down and being right. it's yeah. coming going right. we shot down another UFO yeah. yes. and it didn't trend on Twitter <laughs> no I it know didn't but they announced a fourth one the day of the Super Bowl it was well it was like have we reached a limit or what yeah. happened yeah well I, that, in that case I think they they put it in the people's minds enough that they were balloons spy balloons yeah it was just that to me i kept saying like well now it's so iffy and so mm -hmm. you know i mean to me it felt much more like a clever way the whole chinese balloon thing feels like a cover up for the yes UAP, a distraction the, yeah. Yeah. yeah no for the ufo oh, for the ufo oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you did it again i know no, i'm always going to go there it's like yeah. but i that's think that great. that's what i think that that's what it's a cover up okay for. well i'll play yeah. the skeptic here 
what if we're just seeing something that's vague and not clear, and then we're like projecting a pattern onto it? But that's and as a mass species. Well, we're I I, it? I agree. As a mass group, it's harder to explain. But I guess because individual biases can can change, you know, perception easily. But like with Mandela effect, there's all these influences. The memory is glitchy. You thought it was Berenstain, <clears throat> but it was really Berenstain. Mm -hmm. Then, like you said, there's an assumption, well, it should have been that line. And then it spreads. I would just say, well, maybe it's just glitchy memory. Maybe not, a, not a, another universe. Just bad memory. Because go to <laughs> into a whole other universe to solve our problem with like Luke I am your father that seems like a long way to go you know what I mean but that's exactly that thing I always say about the more banal it is the more I buy it yeah actually like yeah. the psychic stuff okay. if the more banal a psychic thing is it's not like I said that I dreamed I got eaten by a crocodile and then I got eaten by a crocodile it's like I dreamed something completely pointless like the toaster broke and then the toaster broke and it's like that that okay. always convinces right. me more the banality of it is what convinces okay, me okay but what would convince me is if half the population thought JFK was still alive, and the other half well, thought at he this was, point half well, the population does, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. So, that's a good so, point. Yeah, yeah so when you find, like when you read that like QAnon has ten million members, uh, yeah. like we've reached a weird tipping point now, yeah. where it is it's something. It, it, it also feels like there's this. I also am a big believer in. I do think we have this mass sense of things, just like with electricity with with forces that are coming that we can't explain. So I, it feels like some catastrophe is coming, and mm. I'm only saying that because so much of the population is clinging to the most, in, not not just religion, mm. they are clinging to insane- Infantile Just insanity. infantile yeah. um, fantasy stuff at this point. Yeah. Like, like there's people like, uh, I'm able to fly now, or like <laughs> the, the claims that people are making yes. feel like what a, what a herd starts to do before yeah. uh, the, the lion attacks. Well, it feels, they just go nuts. It feels very like, I mean, it, there's a weird like paradox to it. It's like in the dark ages, or what people called it, there was no access to any information. Right. So people were like, I can fly. There's people who have dog heads <laughs> who live down there. And, and you know, oh, yeah, sure. I, you know, whatever. Okay. And you know, oh, yeah, people will, there's crazy whatever, you know, planets are doing whatever kind of influence on it. Right. And now, it's the same thing because we're just smothered by too much of yes. it. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's I like the weird, like inverse thing. There's too much. Yeah, I agree. And it's having the same effect. I agree. That it's driving people out of their minds, and that's you my can't whole thing. You can't discriminate anything for no truth. It's just all coming at you, all equally valid. It's on TV. It's you know. Yeah, I, I my my thing about that too is it isn't even necessarily that the amount of it. Mm -hmm. It isn't even necessarily the content which is crazy and weird and there's a yeah. lot of it, it's the speed mm. with which it's hitting oh people. God. That's what I think is actually the problem, mm. is we can't process it because it's hitting us all too fast. Mm. Yeah. And speed is a really pernicious thing. Like you mm -hmm. just can't keep up. You're yeah. driving you crazy because there's too much coming at you. And, and there's no breather, there's no, no like, mm -hmm. there used to be, you'd get the information, like it was, you know, Walter Cronkite would do his show and then Severi would come on after and go, here's what this all means. <sighs> yeah. Oh, here we're gonna put this together. That's gone. Yeah, it there is, was a monoculture that you could, everybody could argue with it, but there was one narrative, like yeah. Cronkite or whatever yeah. it was, yeah. and there were these facts. My students, I, I asked them, and they're just like what you were saying earlier, we're mm -hmm. all living in these little information bubbles. They used to be when they were young, they'd all know the same bands and the same shows. They yeah. don't even know each other's shows no, or incredible. bands or anything. Because there's too many. Yeah, yeah. I one of the, I had I had a weird existential moment where I I'm I'm, was, I'm writing something. I'm developing a TV show, but there are so many 
TV shows on now, and they're all so fucking good. It'd be one huh. thing. Everyone was like, "This early '70s was a golden age of TV." Look, <laughs> no. there was all like you had all the family, yeah. Nash, Mary Kyler Moore. Oh, okay, you just good. named the three good ones. Yeah. Everything else was crap. But will, do you really think now that it will be looked upon as a different thing? Will yes. People the, fifty the, years from now look way, back and go, "All of this was really t- good." TV mm. right now is the way that movies were in the early '70s, where oh. just one after the other amazing visions people are coming doing out. Really Awesome. But I was writing, and in my mind, I'm like, I feel like this has already been done because there's no way to keep up with what is on yes. TV anymore. Yeah, I've, I've, I've yes. heard of there was a there's a comic that I love reading called Paper Girls, and I was like, this would be a great TV oh, yeah. series. Yeah. And then I found out that it was a TV series when they announced they had canceled it. That's when I found out. I didn't even know it was no. a series. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? No, it's very strange. I remember when there was that show on about like the first man on Mars with Sean Penn. And nobody watched it. Nobody heard of it. And I was like, wait a minute. There was a show on the first man on Mars with Sean Penn? Fucking Sean Penn. And nobody fucking heard about it yeah. or even watched it. It's crazy. And but and that part of that is just, yeah, the speed with which everything the, is the hitting speed. people. It's too much. I think it's too much. And you're not giving your mind time to... Yeah. Sort your shit out. Yeah, you have to dump it occasionally. Yeah, and there is a generation after my daughter. I, I, my daughter and her friends are very. How wired. old is your daughter? She's thirteen. Uh huh. Um, so th- unfortunately, they are very wired. But there apparently there's a generation coming up that because every generation rebels against oh, yeah. whatever. That is now this new status is. I have no Instagram. I have yeah, no, yeah, it seems you like then the choice. To, yeah. Yeah. You have I'm to like and building that, furniture by hand and but, but play, play the trombone, just, repair yeah. a player yeah. piano. <laughs> <laughs> Only player pianos. Yeah. Go to the Western <laughs> Union office and get my telegram that I sent Western you. Western Union. But yeah, but like there is this new that will become the new cool status. Is yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you not can't have find me stuff. online. That is cool. Actually. Yeah, which will be, be which gives me hope. I did this movie with this actress who's very young. So she and her boyfriend came over there in their 20s, and they had neither of them had seen Goodfellas. And Goodfellas, which is a two-hour-plus movie. Yes. Which for them is oh, like, God. oh, my God. And it was so... It made me so happy because that movie feels like it's 10 minutes long. It is... Yeah, the, it does. It really the, the does move fast. that film. Yeah. And they, they were just so like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes. Movies yes. can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, I, yeah I, I had that experience really in my son with Apocalypse Now, the same thing. And I had that moment of going, like, wow, it's over already? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was what like, the I hell? Thought this thing was a hell of a lot longer than right, this. Right, right. Did he yeah. get drawn into it? Very like, much so. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, very much so. No, he loved it, and uh, as he should. I was yeah. really yeah. glad because if he yeah. hadn't, that movie would have been it. Yeah, you got to move out. I'm sorry, dude. You're You can go for it. You're gone. I'm backing up your shit. I'm clearing out your locker. You're done. You're not playing anymore. So, how was Apocalypse Now? Suck. Han Solo's wearing glasses, and then he drops some folders. I just—that's I, when I shut it off. It's stupid. Yeah. Han Solo wouldn't drop a bunch of folders. <laughs> forgot he was in it. Yeah, I forgot he was in it. Well, deep, maybe he wasn't. Maybe. Oh wait, what, say, wait a minute. Did you see what I just did there? Is he in there? See that? Holy so I just shit. flipped it right back yeah. around. There's been no detours here at all. We've no, always been on the road. Kind of hard. I don't think there's detours. I do like about music now is there's a lot Detour. of music that. Very openly references other songs, and like they're, they're not, they don't have that anxiety of influence that the wonderful Harold Bloom. Oh, uh, yes, very, yes, indeed. Um, oh, they, so, oh, that's interesting. They very much open. So, when if I'm, if I'm playing her a song by the band Bleached, which is this great um, punk band from East LA, punk pop band, but they'll mention Sabbath, and I'll go, oh, 
Let me play you something uh -huh. by Aladdin. That's what they're representing. And, then, uh -huh. and now, so my daughter loves Bleached, and now she loves, loves Black Sabbath. Sabbath. That's cool. Yeah, that's like, true. Oh, that's happened when, yeah, I've seen that happen with my son, yeah. too. No, that's actually really good. You're right about that, that it's less kind of coy the way they sort yeah. of bring in. In movies, too. Those horror, the horror movies now are much more just yeah. like, I'm making Rosemary's Baby again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like, not, not, that that's not what the guy's doing, but it's yeah. like, it's very much like, it's really on the surface there. He's or, not really hiding it. They have characters in the movie that are conversant with pop culture and are, that's why Scream was so revolutionary. The first one, all the characters are like, I yeah, know every right, trope. Yeah. So right, 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 and then right, they still yeah. get killed, which yeah, actually that's awesome. ups the ante. Like, wait a minute, I would be that smart right. in that situation. And yeah, I, right. So I'm still gonna get killed? <laughs> right. Why is this happening? Yeah, that was, it, th that's I funny. love that. Yes, that's But you know, I mean. in the music thing, like it used to be that the genre was a way to have your identity. Like, I'm the guy that likes this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's changing now, because like what you said is there's this kind of open, just exchange between genres where the, and my son and our younger people don't even think twice about mixing up hip hop and country. And well, stuff. it's yeah. just, it gets when subculture and niche culture just becomes mainstream culture, you know what I mean? Oh, it just yeah, fragments yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And, you know, mainstream culture yeah. just becomes all that shit. Yeah, you know I, mean? I it's guess just so. every, every counterculture I mean, will be, be co-opted. Yeah, at one time it used to be like, I, you know, I, I'm really interested in, you know, whatever weird-ass porn, and I could only <laughs> get it because some guy fucking mimeographed it at his house in Indianapolis and stapled <laughs> it up and sent it to him. Just fucking... <laughs> 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 you know, you had to be like, mother. You had to be like, I gotta send this guy $12 <laughs> to get my monthly edition. Listen, you know then, don't send it to the address on my check. Send it to this <laughs> P.O. Box. <laughs> You cannot like, come to the house. <laughs> exactly. You're just like, how the fuck? Where can I? Do you know where I can find some? You know, and, then, and that, and that's gone, which is too bad. Well, now you <laughs> type in I mean, not words. too bad. I mean, maybe it's well, not too yeah. bad. But I mean, there's ways in which it's not too bad. But it's, yeah. but it's also kind of too bad. You know? Yeah. But now you can just open Google. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. Test fat the nun, right. and then uh, everything that you want to look at is going to be right there. You have read yes, my well, mind. Well, you did. You just you got, got right you inside know. my that's head. Exactly what I was well, talking about. Fat note out of Indianapolis. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Just stick all those together and pop them in the mail. <laughs> Fat Nun out of Indianapolis. My latest edition of yeah. Fat Nun is here. Well, I, ha I have the Tashin collected uh, set of the They, they <laughs> bound them all. Beautiful coffee table books. A lot yeah. of commentary. Norman Mailer's uh, commentary is amazing. Um, there was this great documentary about midnight movies, and at the end of it, and they talked to all the, the you know, the Eraserhead and The Heart yeah. They Come and, and Pink Flamingos, and at the end of it, they're talking to John Waters. He said something so fascinating. Yeah. Because John Waters was... The vanguard, the fucking vanguard. Yes. When I, I'm, I'm gonna little brag here. When I hosted the Independent Spirit Awards. Oh, hello. Um, it was I hosted hello, hello. it on the fiftieth anniversary of John Waters' first film. I really? In twenty fourteen, and I was like, I just oh, want to wow. let. And he was in the front row. And I was like, just want to let you guys know. When you're all wondering, am I going a little too far? Just know <laughs> that fifty years ago, yeah. eighteen year old. John Waters, an openly gay teenager in fucking 60s Baltimore, yeah, yeah. shot a movie called Roman Candles on the roof of his parents' house about an interracial wedding yeah. officiated by a Klansman. Uh -huh. That was his first movie. <laughs> yeah. So he's already wow. laid on the barbed wire yeah, for you. Do whatever the wow. fuck you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. But yeah. now, having said that, he has transitioned into America's beloved gay uncle. But that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. he says in this documentary, he goes, Everything that we did in our movies that got us X ratings, that got us only midnight screenings at the Waverly, yeah. are now 
throwaway jokes in PG thirteen uh, films. Right. And then they show a <laughs> yeah, they yeah. show Divine eating a dog turd, and they yep. cut to Austin Powers <laughs> right. drinking this mug of shit. It's a bit nutty. Like and it was like, <laughs> like yes. he's yep. it all gets co-opted. Yep. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's impossible yeah. to do that kind of thing right. anymore, is it? Yeah. So it's only more extremity. At what point does it get oh, to like how you know, far do okay, we go? Okay, now here's a question I think oh, sorry, you guys will both be into because the let me stop you there. Somebody stop me before I start yeah. talking about you guys snuff are films. Big, you guys are into monster films, and we were talking about monster films like that we grew up on. We're kind of char- there's universal films, mm-hmm. but now they're increasingly sadistic. Like there's more and more torture in them. Yeah, and like when I grew up, it would be like. Dracula and there was the hardly Wolfman. Any blood in them. And now they're just yeah. brutal. I wouldn't want yeah. to have a kid see. So is there going to be, and now there's like At all kinds point. of torture, snuff yeah. films, yeah. you know, yeah. in horror. Like, is it just going to keep going or is it going to, well, what's going to happen? I, I, go ahead. No, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I think it will probably keep going. You're I mean, like going to be torturing more, babies at some point and people are going to be shelling yeah. out money at for some that? Point, yeah. I, I, I think, would think <clears> of probably at some point. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, pop culture, especially horror movies, is a reflection of whoever is the president. So <laughs> when when Nixon was president, all the movies were Parallax View, yes, Rosemary's Baby, yeah. Paranoia, everyone's yeah. again. Uh-huh. Even yeah. even the most indie drive-in movies like Let's Scare Jessica to Death and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yes. are ultimately about. But here, even here Jaws at this and normal stuff like that. And oh, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, and because then post Nixon is. Jimmy Carter, who is, it's post-malaise, America's actually looking at itself like, maybe we're not that great. And you got yeah. movies like Rocky, who loses but still keeps his oh, dignity. Yeah. And nice. the Bad News Bears, who lose but still keep their dignity. Uh-huh. And America was just about to face that, and they were uh-huh. like, fuck it, Reagan, <laughs> Rambo, we win, we win, we right, win, right, we right, win, yeah, we yeah, win. Yeah. Movies kind of win, 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 right. win, win. Yeah, there's horror movies. And, and the horror movies in the 80s were, whoever's having sex and being deviant, they get murdered. That's right. Yeah, yeah, whoever's survives. like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's it. That's true. Yeah, that's and, a really good then, point. And um, then Clinton came along, and it was all post-ironic, all self-referential. Right. Uh-huh. But, you know, everything's cool, everything's uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. And then when when W came in, that's when the torture porn came in. Uh-huh. And the 9 and all that stuff And Saw yeah, and Hostile. And then Obama comes in, it's all superheroes, Coming out of the sky and oh, fixing everything. No. America was like, "Here's this superhero." Yeah. And now that Trump is in office, then Trump got into office, and it's what it became. Reality isn't real anymore. What's uh-huh. reality? Uh-huh. Everything mm-hmm. is up for grabs, uh-huh. and it's all about shifting stuff. And, so I don't. And Biden. Yeah, um, where are we at now? Biden is uh, it's movies about just cruising around in the car and <laughs> having, it a, malted, Come on, having a nice malted and just Kid, talking what's about. What's amazing is to realize how t- I'm not tame, but how. Uh, not graphic Texas Chainsaw Massacre is. I, and to realize that, in fact, I mean, that's no a Mandela effect in, yeah. in yeah. some ways because you remember that movie that being yeah. incredibly violent, incredibly <laughs> bloody. graphic. Yeah. There's nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. nothing. Yeah. Now, I, here's what's weird. My daughter, who's really into horror movies and all her kids, all her friends watch them, she goes, "Can we? I, all my friends have seen Halloween. I want to watch the original Halloween. So I watched it again. Mm. Halloween, like Texas, no blood, nothing. No. nothing. It's nothing. all because John Carpenter was a brilliant. He knew how to do the old Hitchcock effects where yep. you imply stuff. Imply yep. stuff yeah. And and I watched her there, and she was like, "These people, why don't they just call the police?" Yeah, so the guy's just standing in the backyard. He's <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah, you know, right in early. daylight. Call the fucking <laughs> it's police. Very stupid. Um, and same with Texas Chainsaw. There's that weird, and and also well, what's, yeah. what's interesting about horror movies now, there's this weird backlash of now the. 
people of color and women and gay people who were always the disposable people mm -hmm. in those they're movies the, are the now making the now. movies. Yes, they're and making are, the movies, and, and they're generally also the people who try them. And in the it, end. exactly, yeah. and they're yeah. looking at okay, what does that mean now? What does that? Mm -hmm. So if That's you watch, you know, like. X and Pearl and um, Barbarian, Barbarian and, are, yeah. are just, Barbarian, yeah. let's look at this from a different angle and let's, let's see where the real horror is coming from. Maybe it's not the weird masked maniac or the, you know, maybe yes. it's the people in authority that we think are yes. in control yeah, that are actually right. doing stuff. Which is more like the 70s ones yeah. too, back to yeah. the kind of 70s, the paranoia ones that you can't a, trust anybody. He talked about the Mandela effect. There's a line and because I remember growing up watching Halloween going, I'm just telling you, Alice, this is gonna be the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen. This thing fucked me yeah. up. And then she's just like, I totally bored by people. it. But there's one line that I don't think they re I realize how funny it is when they come <laughs> They, um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and her friend, they're smoking weed in the Camaro, listening to Blue Easter Cult. And they pull up to the hardware store where the girl's uh, dad is the sheriff. And they're like, what, Dad, was there a break in the <laughs> hardware store? And he goes, ah, oh, yeah, someone just stole some. Rubber masks, some <laughs> knives, some rope, probably some teenagers trying to prank. Yeah, it was just like, and my, and my daughter went, sure, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, someone stole a murder kit on yeah, Halloween. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's anything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's so fucking funny. Yeah, okay, yeah, but in yeah. defense, it shit. wasn't a murder kit then. Yeah. No, it wasn't a murder kit then. No, that's exactly right. Because we, that we no, wouldn't the go there. Deal. No, we didn't yeah. know it yet. We didn't know oh it. Oh my God, that's right. We didn't have all the cliches in place yet. Back then, the killer was this boogeyman in a mask, it wasn't the normal looking. Right, well, I yeah. wonder, uh, what did we learn during this oh, shit yeah. Yes, now we have to show what, what, did we, what did we learn, Pat? What came to light? Where, where did we go? What special, um, special lessons do we draw from uh, this? I, I, I agree with your uh, assessment of uh, it's all detours. This was all detours. Yeah, it is all detours. detours. I think it was, it was your really assessment. Fun. I don't know. I think it was maybe yours. You, well, but you said I'm going to take another detour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Is that like at the end of a, there's no detours on the chinwag? Matter of fact, it's all detours. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, I like that very much. Yeah. Thank you for that. I think that's very good. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Really yeah. Guys, you, that was this a real was pleasure. amazing. That was a real pleasure. Chinwag is a production of Treefort Media and Touchy Feely Films. Hosted and executive produced by Paul Giamatti and Stephen Asma. Executive producers for Tree Fork are Kelly Garner and Lisa Ammerman. Dan Carey is executive producer for Touchy Feely. Our series producer is Rachel Whitley Bernstein. Original theme music by Luke Topp with additional music by Via Mardot. Oscar Guido is our executive in charge of production. Tom Monahan is head of audio for Tree Fort. Animation created by Alex Sokol. Audio production, supervision, and editing by Maxwell Carney. Additional audio assistance and mixing by Jeff Neal. Video editing by Brian Barcheski. With additional production management from Renee Levesque. Lastly, for more information, go to chinwagpod.fm and find us on Instagram or TikTok at chinwagpod or on Twitter at chinwag underscore pod. <laughs>